and three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You are joined by your host, Kenzie Meekbeck. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for yet another week of The Peaceful Truth. Um, I hope you're having a good week. Um, So this week I wanted to talk about the black hole image that was released. If you haven't seen it, the first ever image was developed or created um, of a black hole. And I'm gonna dive into a little bit about what a black hole actually is. Um, But yeah, let's dive in a little bit. So so I'm gonna be citing from two articles today. One of them is um, two Vox articles. Some of it's from NASA. And I'll name other articles as we kind of go throughout. But um, one of my articles from Vox is, male scientists are often cast as geniuses. Here's what happened when a woman um, was the sexist backlash against this woman. Um, And and the title goes on, it's a little long. The other title by Vox is, um, this is the first ever picture taken of a black hole, all by Brian Rensnick, and then NASA's article, which is Black Hole Image Makes History. Uh, by Deborah Netburn. So let's dive right in. Um, so it was a team of scientists that helped develop, develop this image. The scientists were on a team called the Event Horizon Telescope Project. Um, and uh, I suppose its goal was to do this. Um, it kind of sounds like it at least. <laughs> um, but black holes are often black because they suck up all of the light or remove all light that goes near it. I guess the what they go on to say is that the gravity of the hole bends the fabric of space and time near it. Um, it actually sounds super terrifying that this matter just like is sucked in by this black hole. Like, where does it go? What happens to it? Uh, if you were sucked in, would you immediately die? Or even if you were close, would you immediately die? Um, it's really interesting. Um, there's been a ton of scientific, um, or not scientific, science fiction movies about it, and they're all super fun to watch and interesting. Um, But NASA defines it as a black hole um, that is extremely dense object from which no light can escape. Anything that comes within a black hole's event horizon, um, it's a no point of return and it will be consumed never to reemerge because of the black hole's unimaginably strong gravity. but then the Vox article that originally just talked about the image says, as you look at, at this image, you know it's not an object. It, this is a shadow, a sink. The light in the center gets sucked out of our view irrevitably. So like, which one is it? Is it an object or is it not? I'm confused. But either way, it just seems to suck up light and anything that goes near it. So I wouldn't recommend passing by one anytime soon. Um, but it's located in the Messier 87 galaxy. Um, so why haven't we seen a picture of these black holes before? The holes are small and encircled by gas that is bright around it. So in other words, the image of this black hole, it says not to say an object in some places, the image of this black hole is actually the edge of it and uh, beyond that point, which nothing can return. So basically, you need a very large telescope to even fathom something like this. Um, And it's after a result of a seven-year international collaboration. 
um, involving 200 scientists and eight observatories around the world. Um, so it's building like an Earth-sized telescope based on all of this uh, collaboration across the world is what it is equivalent to. Um, so how was this image of this black hole made? Again, it took 200 scientists and an Earth-sized radio telescope to collect the data or multiple observatories with their radio telescopes. So I guess it's like radio imaging um, and the, it compiling those different pieces of data together. Um, and after that, it took two more years of computer processing and other analysis to even develop the image. So long time to take a picture. Um, but anyway, a woman became famous from it. So Katie Bowman, Katie Bowman, Katie Bowman. She is a badass and she was a big part of this project. And uh, she got pretty famous and was credited by a lot of sources as the main person who uh, developed this image. Um, or at least the article's headlines seem like that. So Katie Bowman is one of the 100, or 200 scientists and she also made a very large contribution to make all of this possible. So Katie is awesome. She's a postdoctoral fellow at Harvard. Uh, not only that, but she helped create the code or algorithm to help make this image visible uh, from all the data collected in the effort. And the image of her looking ecstatic is what went viral and went, made her go famous. So if you look online and you type in Kitty Bowman or you even look at a few pictures of the black hole um, and the event around it, you see this girl who's looking ecstatic, holding her face, looking in shock, just elated. She's glowing. She's so excited to be a part of this scientific discovery. And after that, that image went viral. She got a lot of the credit for the project and she um, just got a lot of fame around it. And it was just such an innocent and pure photo that of course it went viral. It was just beautiful just to see someone's just pure reaction of their hard earned work right in front of them. Um, so later people were going to, trying to go over her work to see how much she actually helped in the project after an image that went viral uh, for her unasked for fame. So she didn't ask for this fame. She didn't ask for this photo to go viral. She's a scientist working on this project and dedicated to her work. And yet she went viral and now she's getting all this criticism and feedback of being like, well, she wasn't the main person, but she didn't write the articles and she didn't do any of this. She was one of the scientists and a badass and her work ended up making this a reality. Um, so modern science takes a team of people and however, it oftentimes, one man often gets most of the glory is what this Vox article says. And I think that's true. And a lot of scientific discoveries that you hear about Oftentimes, a guy is ahead of it when oftentimes modern science, probably a lot of people helped that person in that project or were main contributors. Um, so yeah, internet trolls started questioning her. Then this poor woman, in my opinion, I like feel bad for her. She didn't ask for any of this. I don't feel bad for her in a pity way. I feel like that sucks, you know, sort of a thing. She had to kind of defend herself, it seems, based on an image she posted on her personal Facebook. And she's with a group of people 
um, in this picture, and she says, the image shown today is the contribution of images produced by multiple methods. No one algorithm or person made this image. It required the amazing talent of a team of scientists from around the globe and years of hard work to develop the instrument, data processing, imaging methods, and analysis techniques that were necessary to pull off this seemingly impossible feat. It has truly been an honor, and I'm so lucky to have had this opportunity to work with you all. So, she is still trying to deflect the, like, the fame, and she's still trying to recognize that other people did it. She never claimed she was the only person, and people are still trying to tear her down. The fact is, without her contributions with code and her algorithms, I don't know which the, is the proper term. I heard it used interchangeably. Clearly, I'm more of an art person, um, but it is great to hear that a work of a woman is being celebrated. And the fact of the matter is, based on what her team said and based on several articles, it was her code contributed a lot and this image wouldn't have been reality without this woman's work. So in a way, yes, she's responsible for the project, but at the same time, it's a team of people which she recognized and never asked for that fame, and now she's being criticized and sexist comments are coming out. Um, so overall though, I think it's a good thing. It's great that this woman's work is being celebrated. It's great that she kicked ass enough to get to the top and made this a reality. Um, and it could inspire several young women and she's inspiring an example of women leadership in STEM. So I think that she's, it's fantastic. Katie's getting recognized. I think it's fantastic that this work wouldn't be done without a woman and I think it's super inspiring and overall it's awesome that you got here and uh, people shouldn't try to tear down like some of the few positive things that are happening in this world. A person, a human being helped create an image that we might have never seen without their help. So why don't we just be nice to them whether they're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. Um, but either way, it's inspiring to other young women who could also contribute to things that never would have been possible if they weren't inspired by Katie. So what am I looking forward to this week? I actually have to, might have to make this a whole episode because I'm so obsessed, but Beyonce just released her Coachella performance from last year, and y'all, it was life-changing. It was art, it was beautiful, it will send chills down your spine. She worked so hard on it. Uh, it's inspiring as a woman and she finally released her performance and she finally released the live album online and it was so funny because I was talking to a group of friends that I'm going to a different pop concert with and I we were talking about Coachella and I was like god I wish that concert from last year was somewhere I wish I could have access to it because it was one of the best things I've ever seen and literally like the next day this Netflix documentary came out. I just feel like something was in the air that that happened, it was funny. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, what are you looking forward to this week? So it was good to think about something positive. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week, bye.